Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are your host, Tim and Julie Harris. We are broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas. Julie, my dear, welcome to today's radio show. Thank you so much. As always, it is my pleasure. I'm looking forward to it. And today I'm happy to report here in Austin, Texas, it's much cooler. Today it's only 103. <laughs> Yay! Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, burr. Exactly. So, um, we picked up, or yesterday we started a, uh, a broadcast on the Introvert's Guide to Being a Real Estate Rockstar. And Julie and I were just talking prior to today's show about the feedback she was getting. So, Julie, I'm curious, why was it that you were getting emails and comments uh, and comments through our coaches about yesterday's show? Why do you think? I think that we're resonating with people. I think it makes a big difference that they know we've been there, done that, felt that. And, you know, I, I think it's important to be authentic and to share some stories that, you know, I always tell coaching clients, I share these stories with you, or I share these points with you so that you don't have to have as much of a learning curve or so you don't have to suffer some of the pain that the rest of us have gone through, you know, that didn't used to even be coaching, right? So I remember what Rory, our, old, our broker, said, well, how much did that mistake cost you? Or guess you won't do that again. That was old school yeah. coaching. Like, thanks, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But now we're here, and it makes me feel good to have the, that feedback that we're having, uh, making a difference, really, with even if it was just with one of you, but thank you for so many of you um, commenting on that. So that's why we do the show. Well, so it's the content, too, right? I mean, talking about the fact that you can be successful and be your introverted self. And I mm -hmm. think also they were uh, listeners. I think the reason we resonated, Julie, is because you and I were telling them that we are by definition of introverts, yeah. you and I. And certainly, mm -hmm. um, you know, that's, we've not had the introverted thing stand in our way. If anything, we've made it into, a, made it into an asset. And that's what we're going to be talking about on today's radio show. How to use your secret powers as an introvert to make yourself into a real, real estate rock star. And, you know, Julie, <laughs> the other thing I think was kind of interesting is the radio show, this topic is so perfect for all those guys that are and gals that are attending the Inman Connect event in San Francisco, because let's be honest, a good 80% of the room, by definition, are probably introverts that attend the mm -hmm. Inman Connect event. Sure. And if you're going to get the most out of going to an event, so guys, events, big conferences, they're expensive, especially in great places like Manhattan or uh, San Francisco. You know, you, it's not cheap. That's a big financial commitment. And while you're there, one of the things we always suggest uh, to all of our coaching clients is you have a specific, and this is kind of just a real quick recap from yesterday, and go back and listen to yesterday's radio show, but you have a specific plan of attack on how you can get the most out of it. So, for example, if there's key people you want to talk with, write their names down on a 3 by 5 card. Have it in front of you at all times if there's specific people you want to seek out. Right? So in addition to that, you should also have a daily goal of meeting, say, 10 or even 20 new people. Now, that will be something that just in the very nature of it is going to strike fear in the hearts of an, an introvert, and I get it. So go back and listen to Julie's uh, talk yesterday on the radio about what to say when you're in a group if you're an introvert. She gave you a great conversation starter format and a uh, pattern to follow that will make it so no matter how introverted you are, you'll feel and, and it will appear like you're a natural 
um, easygoing, laid back, you know, easy to talk with type person you'll attract more people to. So go back and listen to yesterday's radio show for all of that. And, and have fun. I mean, be safe, have fun at the Inman Connect. Obviously, it's fantastic. Another thing, um, if you guys are not subscribing to Inman Select, you're missing a ton. I was just actually just on Inman's site uh, prior to the show today, and I was scanning the list of articles, Julie. I, don't, I know you mm-hmm. are on Inman all the time, too. And I was scanning the list of articles. It's like all the articles I want to read have that pesky little blue S by them, you know? So in other right. words, to get access to that, you have to be an In- Inman Select member, which we are, fortunately. But it, you guys will see that if you're not – uh, part of that conversation, you're not a member of Inman Select, you really are missing out. I mean, heck, guys, we get a lot of our radio topic ideas and inspirations from uh, reading articles on Inman Select, so definitely want to take advantage of that. So, Julie, I believe yesterday we left off at point number eight. Yes, that's right. So we are talking about the introvert's guide to being a real estate rock star, how to embrace your introverted nature and turn it to good. And, I, you know, it's funny, I talk about introverts are more observers and a lot of your competition won't even see you coming. So I think this is a good thing that we need to celebrate. And point number eight, here's one of the tough parts about it. And honestly, Tim, this was hard for me. So I'm just going to confess that right now before I read this point. Point number eight, force yourself to not just be good on the phone, but to be great on the phone. Yes, that's right. It's an it's unavoidable in real estate. You have to get good at being on the phone. If you are more comfortable in person, set an immediate appointment over the phone, even if it's for coffee so you can understand the prospect or client situation better. So it's okay if you are better in person. You know that about yourself, but you've got to be on the phone to set the appointment in the first place. I wonder, Tim, how many hundreds of millions of commission dollars are lost because agents rely on text or email or postcards in an effort to maybe, if we're being honest, do a little bit of conflict avoiding and avoiding of actually just talking to somebody directly. And I think if we're honest, most introverts would say if they had a choice, they're probably going to write an email. And I know why the reason is, because you're being careful. You want to be able to maybe reread what you wrote. You can edit it. You can make sure it's exactly what you wanted to say. That, that's kind of an introvert slash perfectionist tendency. And that's okay, but it can't be the only thing you do. You are losing money if you do not get great on the phone. Do you think I'm being too hard on them about this, Tim? Well, absolutely not, and I'll even underline that. The fact is is that nowadays where everyone's tweeting, texting, Facebooking, and whatever mm-hmm. else you kids are doing, <laughs> the fact is right. is that uh, the world has moved on. I mean, look at Twitter, for example. Twitter used to be all the thing, what, five, six, seven years ago. Everyone's talking about it, communications revolution, yada, yada, yada. And now what's happening to Twitter? It's leveling off. People are stopping, you know, really engaging with it. It's sort of seeming like it's going to go the way of MySpace. Well, what we're seeing is an uh, I, I don't know, the next phase, I guess, in this technological uh, evolution, revolution with regards to social networking. And the next phase is I've had enough tweets, texts, Facebooks, shout-outs, hashtags. I've had enough of that. I just want to talk with people. And, I, and, and that's, there's no question that that's what's happening. And that's the reason that people go to things like Inman, uh, Inman Connect. And, you know, Julie and I are doing an event for our coaches starting uh, actually this evening here in Austin. So, all this online stuff uh, is fine, it's, it's great, but it, let's be honest, guys, it's nowhere near as effective as learning how to communicate effectively, um, obviously in person, but definitely on the phone. And again, introverts, generally speaking, are sometimes the best coaching clients because once they get the concept that they have to be 
good communicators, especially on the phone. Then they're the most uh, apt to welcome scripting, and they're most apt to actually follow a schedule. And ultimately, uh, just so you introverts out there can be really clear about this, because of your very nature of wanting to get things right, as long as you don't allow that and uh, don't uh, inflame your perfectionist tendencies, uh, you are going to be way far out ahead of the extrovert because you had the discipline to learn how to do it right. Be very clear about that. Julie, point number nine? That's right. So point number nine, use your secret powers of, of observation for good. Be the one who notices their crazy Italian art collection, knows the name of the artist and compliments on it. Introverts are natural studiers, so become excellent at things like architecture, interior design, beautifully worded home brochures, etc. So here's kind of the, the point of this point. And because introverts have this little perfectionist side and real estate is full of imperfection, I mean even the most perfect deal, somebody's going to try and ruin it. That's just the facts, right? So someone or something. So there is a place for that studying aspect and the observational aspect of your personality. Get really good at things that will be the breaking point on, say, a competitive listing, on building rapport with your clients and prospects. So use your secret powers to study things about real estate versus trying to use it in a place where you're not going to really get any feedback. Right? So you can control that. Now, here's a secret. Know your market and your prospects really well. What can you notice and show where you're paying attention? Who are the builders and the names of the model homes? Who are the founders of your town? Probably the roads were named after them. Know what's happening in local politics, development, and real estate trends. So use your studying part of your brain for that, and you never know how that's going to come out in a presentation or when you're on the phone, for example, when you're working with somebody. So point number 10, Tim, befriend a total extrovert. This is one of my favorite techniques as an introvert. Take them with you to social situations so you can get out and expand your center of influence, but they do all of the work for you. And I think you, <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. I've got a couple of different people in mind that do this for me. And I think it's fantastic. It makes your life so much easier. And they love it. So this works brilliantly when you choose the right extrovert, ideally a good friend of yours. They'll understand you and help you with meeting and greeting so that you don't have to think about it. In addition to that, you can always use your Ford script, Family, Occupation, Recreation, Dreams, on the new people once you've met. So that's something that everyone can implement immediately. Make sure you're really good friends with a natural all-out extrovert. It helps tremendously. It makes it so much easier. So point number 11, Tim, is understand that you are not a freak. <laughs> so many successful agents are introverts. Now, a lot of them won't admit to it because you know, there's this thing out there that a lot of agents just think, oh, I have to be a driver or I can't make any money in this business. Well, just because they don't admit it doesn't mean they're not really Introverts. Well, drivers, drivers are introverts. Drivers are naturally introverts, right. Yeah. But I think that the perception is you've got to be like bigger than life to be good at this. And yeah. at, you, know, you might be surprised when you meet a lot of the top producers that we put out there, people like we've interviewed on the radio, for example, when you meet them in person and see what they're really like. So again, listen to our previous radio show interviews, and you'll see what we mean. So shall I continue, Tim? Yes, please. All right, perfect. Just didn't want to make sure, wanted to make sure I wasn't fire hosing anybody here. So point number 12, gather yourself for 10 or 15 minutes prior to all appointments. This makes such a huge difference. I used to call that my pre-appointment routine, and we do this with coaching clients as well. 
gather yourself for 10 or 15 minutes before all appointments, not just listing appointments. You can do this with buyer appointments or maybe you have a price reduction appointment. Use a meditation that you like or a favorite playlist to refill the cup before you venture out. Sit in your car before buyer and seller appointments and just breathe. Take a break. That makes a big difference. You can gather your thoughts. Maybe you jot down a few notes. You know, when I would go on uh, listing appointments, I would make sure I opened the file folder and I would write down their names and any pertinent information so that if they were throwing me off, I would remember, oh, this is Bob and Susie. This isn't, you know, Sue and somebody else, right? So just little things that keep you on track. If you're, <clears throat> excuse me. You can also do that before you make those phone calls that might make you nervous. Write down a few things that you want to accomplish on that call so you keep the train on the tracks. So point number 13, identify someone you admire and adopt and adapt the traits that they have uh, that you wish to fold into your own personality. Now this is a point not just for introverts by the way. Um, Audrey Hepburn, Helen Mirren, Audrey Tateau are my personal favorites, but create your own list. So come up with someone that maybe you just like how they speak. Maybe you like how they dress. Maybe it's both. And adopt some of those traits into your own personality. And again, that's not just for introverts. A lot of extroverts would do well to adopt some introverted traits as well. So be versatile. And then point number 14, then we'll take a little break, I think. Well, Julie, let's, let, yeah. let's, let's drill down on point number 13 just to sure. see how they can understand. So like um, – you know, this will maybe embarrass you a little bit, Julie, but I apologize. So, it, uh, you know, Julie's into Pilates and yoga, and she could do, like, the plank for, like, five hours, if you guys know what that is. It's really <laughs> ridiculous, okay? Yes, listen to her laugh, because she knows I, she always kicks my butt when we're competing on the plank. Bring but, it on. You know, yep. Yes, exactly. So, But she has, like, for example, and this is something we suggest all of our coaching clients do, she has specific role models that she uses. Now, these are, you know, mostly, like, um, who is your – uh, the body uh, role model. Kate were, and I uh, can't remember the last her net last name right the second from Blue Crush. Yeah. Okay. The so you girl guys, named Kate. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, when you're like trying to decide then, if you're trying to decide, well, okay, Kate I need Bosworth. a role model. Sorry, it just Bosworth. came to me. Yeah, so no worries. So if I'm trying to like, for example, have a um, role model for how to look, maybe I'll start finding somebody who's well-known to be a really impeccable dresser. And then I'll study Bond, their James style. Bond, just stick with that. Just stay with Bond. That'll work. You know what, you know what Julie? You've got, you got to back off the Bond. I know there's a new one coming out in November, but you can know, ratchet sorry. it back. And, uh, yeah. control myself. And maybe, on the radio, maybe on the radio next week we'll, talk, uh, we'll share the story with the day uh-huh. that you actually met James Bond. Yeah, she did. I guess I signed myself actually. up for that, huh? Yeah, you did. So next week, guys, here's the thing. We're going to Julie's going to be sharing she's going to be sharing her story about how when she and I were in the Virgin First Class Lounge at LAX, she actually went up and had a conversation with James Bond himself. What's that actor's name? Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Not, oh, yes. not that well, I have that memorized or anything. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly, right. You could tell she's almost giggling like a schoolgirl just saying his name out loud. Did you guys hear that? Mm-hmm. But so here's the point. Have some specific role models in place for what you want to look like, what you want to sound like, how you actually want to live, how you want to be perceived. Um, maybe you can even have a spiritual role model. You can have a financial role model. Uh, you can use folks that are with us alive or not. Okay, and you can go to mm-hmm. biographies and read great books on how to think, and then you can choose your little mastermind. It's a Napoleon Hill concept, right? So you can choose your mastermind of people 
uh, and if you read books about them or if you get to know them, maybe you can even tap into the way that they think, and you can use that to your advantage. If you guys haven't read Think and Grow Rich, by the way, uh, we came out with an updated version for real estate called Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate, and we give you that book for free along with Real Estate Treasure Map when you request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com, so remember to do that. So form your own mastermind, have your own role models, and then have like a, uh, for example, it's good to take, you guys have heard the concept, I'm sure, mostly of a dream board. So you could take a dream board of what you want to look like when you're in your perfect, like your absolute perfect physical condition. You're at, when you know you're, you know, maybe the perfect outfit, something you'd always wanted to have. If you're a gal, maybe it's something really fabulous from Chanel or whatever, right? So something that's really going to blow, it's just so incredible in your mind. Start creating that image and that visualization of how you're going to be and then start uh, changing your behavior in that direction. And that will, again, give you a role model how to uh, – actually, Julie, I'm reading point number 14 as I'm talking. It's a tip mm-hmm. on, It's a perfect walk into point number 14. Mm. So, Julie, point number 14. All right, and I love this point, and I love the quote that goes with it. So point number 14, upgrade everything immediately. So you can blame us, your radio show coaches and real-life coaches, for having to go shopping. So upgrade everything immediately. Audrey Hepburn once spoke about how she dressed for the roles she played so that she could better play the characters she was asked to portray. Here's a great quote from her. She said, quote, I believe in manicures. I believe in overdressing. I believe in primping at leisure and wearing lipstick. I believe in pink. I believe happy girls are the prettiest girls. I believe that tomorrow is another day, and I believe in miracles. So that's one of my favorite quotes. And here's the secret. Confidence comes from looking the part. This is a really important point. If you're unsure about your suit choices, go to Neiman Marcus and get a consultant to help you. Most people are not naturally born great high-end shoppers. If you're not great at makeup, go to get a luxury makeover from a trusted brand like Chanel, and then buy what they recommend. Invest in that. Same thing for shoes, watches, glasses, hairstyle, etc. So do you look the part? Some of you are not winning listing presentations because you don't look like the agent that that person wants to list with. You know, there's an old joke that said, you know, they were going to list with you until you showed up. (laughs) So make sure that you look like someone that you would give a listing to, for example. Does that make sense, Tim? It does. But guys, go, you know, we're not uh, grinding. Have fun with it. We, exactly. We're not you. You know, the concept here is you are in a competitive sales environment. Hell, the world is competitive, right? Just by its very nature, we're all designed to want to move forward and evolve and get better. That's how God created us. But the reality of it is, is that a lot of you guys have stagnated. You basically become complacent. You become complacent in how you look. You become complacent in the kinds of things you expose yourself to, as far as books and thoughts. You become complacent in how you respect your finances. You become complacent. Certainly, a lot of you in your real estate education you're using the same exact everything that you used 10 years ago you haven't actually adapted and evolved as the market has so those types of things people can smell on you from a mile away I mean, if you're essentially a, an 8-track player when everyone else is basically downloading stuff streaming from iTunes, chances are you're not going to be succeeding at the level that you otherwise could. And, you know, as Julie just said, it doesn't suck to go shopping. Now, again, introverts, oh, my God, I don't want to go shopping. Do your homework ahead of time. Decide what it is that you want and move forward with this. But, Julie, I'm going to throw this back at you because, you know, as you were reading the Audrey Hepburn quote from your previous point, you know, you mm-hmm. weren't raised that way. I mean, no. it's actually, you were, you were, Julia was raised by a couple school teachers. She was definitely a couple raised of coupon to be an cutting, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
She was definitely raised to be an introverted dork. True or false, Julie? True. Confessed. Yeah. Okay. So why didn't you stay in that mode? Why did you decide? And by the way, so was I, guys. That's probably why Julie and I got married. Yeah, we were saving probably. each other from a life of introverted <laughs> dorkdom. So why did you uh, decide that that wasn't the person you wanted to be long term? Why is it that you decided to make a change? That's a good question. I think I decided at some point that it was worth it to make the investment in versatility because if I didn't, I wasn't going to be able to do, see, or have the things that were important to me. That's the perfect – I yes, I agree completely. And that's the truth because the world that you live in as an, uh, an introvert who's not versatile is uh, not as big. It's limited. And not as – it's limited and not as wonderful as the world that you can live in if you have versatility and if, as an introvert, you can actually start to adapt and evolve to be more of an extrovert. And extroverts, by the way, you guys are missing out, too, if you're not sort of adapting and evolving to realize the beauty that is in the details, the beauty that's in the finer things that you have to slow down and sort of study to get to know. So these are all good things to know. I think, Julie, we're on point number 15, and that is our last point, correct? Indeed, yes. Okay, so point number 15, know that you can make as much money in real estate, if not more than someone twice as outgoing as you. You'll be more studied, more polished, more scripted, more effective, and still get to be yourself. So I think that that's a gift that you can give yourself as an introvert, is that knowledge that you can, should, and will make as much or more money than someone who is twice as outgoing as you. You just have to use the parts of you that work for you and adopt and adapt just like everyone else has to. It's not that extroverts don't have to have their own end of work as well. I mean, I've had lots of coaching calls where I say to extroverts, hey, take a breath, right? You actually did make a mistake. You skipped a step. What happened when you didn't pre-qualify somebody? You showed up late to a listing presentation, that kind of thing. So they have their own set of issues, right? But know that you can make as much or more money in real estate as anyone much more outgoing than you are but you've got to be studied, you've got to be more polished, more scripted, more effective, and still do the steps that we talked about to refill the cup, knowing that a lot of these appointments are naturally going to drain you a little bit. That's okay. It's normal. And it's not okay to not do anything about it. So embrace these facts. And as I say to our introverted coaching clients, be yourself first, but be you talking about real estate second. right? So you can work on being a more interesting person that people are going to like in the first place, regardless of what you do for a living. And then you talk about real estate. See, a lot of introverts don't open their mouths in this business, Tim, because they think they're supposed to say, all right, so when do you plan on moving? And no introvert's ever going to say that in a million billion years. Okay, It's not going to happen. So instead they say nothing, because they think if they don't say something like that, that they're not going to, you know, that it's not going to work. Instead, just be yourself and simply talk about real estate. It makes it so much easier. It does. And you know what, Julie, this, uh, the radio show for the past couple of days was obviously inspired, and we talked about this yesterday. You guys got to go back and listen to yesterday's radio show. It was inspired by Susan Cain's TED Talks on introverts. And so Julie, when she was talking to me about this concept, she said, Tim, are you – because we're both mm -hmm. introverts by nature, right? And, I, and I hopefully you guys are um, realizing that even though we're introverts by nature, obviously for us to become the people that we are today, we had to learn how to have the qualities – 
um, and the capabilities of a natural extrovert. So Julie and I have learned that. That wasn't something that came naturally for either one of us. But Julie came to me and she said, Tim, have you heard about this movement? I don't know if the word was movement that you used, where there's like an introvert revolution. And I said, and I, I thought I was funny. I said, so Julie, uh, what does an introvert revolution look like? Okay, here we are. We're having a meeting. If you'd like to join, let us know. But no, so they emailed everybody about, about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to email and I'm going to tweet some people and then I'm out. I'm done. Yeah, if I'm no out. One shows, but, but I mean, what did you, so from the, obviously you took a lot of the concepts that we shared with them on the radio the past couple of days. Do you truly, after presenting this and getting the feedback from all of our coaching clients, do you feel truly that uh, societally the introvert's day is here? I think that the introverts have to make their day here. I think there's more awareness with more training in companies and sales training, you know, in real estate and outside of real estate as well. But a lot of people are coming to the realization that there's more to it than just being in your face all the time. And I think if we use, you know, at the top of our call yesterday, we talked about people who are secretly introverts. They've just learned to be versatile. I think those are the people who are always going to do the best in the world. Just like extroverts that are versatile, they do very well. And that's really the bottom line is you should work. And I do this when I present material like this. I try specifically to not be pegged. At, if somebody doesn't know me, I like them to not be able to tell, am I introverted or extroverted? Am I direct or indirect? I like to cover all of the bases and be versatile. And I think that's a good goal to have because like in real estate, you might go to a listing appointment today with a couple of engineers. You know, I've got a client in New Mexico that all of her clients, because it's a research-based uh, town. Los Alamos, right? Los Alamos. Okay. Those are all, yeah. It's packed full of scientists, right? They're all introverts, every last one of them. Okay? But then she'll get a wild card, somebody that just happened to move there because they thought the mountains were beautiful. Okay? Well, maybe that's a totally different personality style that requires her to be versatile. Okay, so and the same thing. There's certain, you know, it's almost like certain neighborhoods can be more extroverted or introverted. You can tell by driving through them. So agents who are most versatile are the ones who make the most money, regardless of whether they are naturally introverted or extroverted. You got to be versatile to make money in this business, and that's what the goal should be. An introvert. Uh, well, Superman was an introvert, wasn't he? Mm -hmm. Wasn't he? Mm -hmm. I mean, Clark Kent, right? Good example. He was an sure. That's, yeah, so, Absolutely, so but have, what happened when he put his cape on, right? Uh, that's he right. could be versatile. You know, exactly. So you guys have to be like Superman. You have to have the ability basically to, at a moment's notice, walk into your own virtual phone booth and make yourself into extroverts if you need to be. You need to essentially not exactly. uh, allow yourself to become complacent with your ability to communicate with others. So here's the bottom line. This is what Julie and I have learned, and all of our coaches certainly are learning and already know from literally hundreds of thousands of coaching calls. I'm not saying that to brag. Frankly, I'm saying that for you guys to feel a little bit sorry for us because we've had to have that many phone calls with all of these agents. I'm mm -hmm. only kind of kidding there. But So here's the reality. An introvert with skill and with energy and enthusiasm, those two things, and who presents well. You, you add all those three things together, that's the best agent that there ever will be. An introvert with skill, so they know, how to, they know their scripts, they know their objection handlers, they look the part, and they have energy and enthusiasm. When you combine those three things, that right there is Superman. There's no two ways about it. So no matter you know, how far off the introverted dork scale that you are, 
you can still become wildly successful. Please don't allow yourself, don't choose to allow yourself to be pigeonholed into the belief that you're going to have some sort of, you know, struggle just because of the way you are. It's not true. You can make success however you choose to make it. You just have to maybe learn some different things and, and embrace the, your attributes, but also own up to the shortcomings that you have. All of us are like that. We're all in the exact same spot. So if there's ever anything that we can do for you guys, please request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Hey, guess what? Thanks for making this the number one real estate radio show um, maybe in the world. I don't know. I only have stats for the United States, and even my stats at that are telling us that it's hundreds of thousands of listeners every month. I sincerely appreciate it. It tells us that we're on the right track, delivering the information that's going to make an impact, a positive impact on all of your lives. If there's anything we can ever do for you, request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. So my introverted wife will talk. Yeah. <laughs> anything else you'd like to say to these guys as we around the bend? No, I, I think embrace and accept and celebrate the fact that that's who you are. Add a few things that will make a big difference. Be versatile and forage ahead. And we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Thank <laughs> you.